What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Woman Be Healed podcast. The podcast all about acknowledging the opportunity to heal, harnessing the power of forgiveness by leaning on God and community. I'm your host, Rashonda Powell. We're back with another episode. I know that my first episode of 2023 did not really state anything about coming into the new year. So this episode, I'm going to just go ahead and acknowledge that, y'all, we made it to another year. And if I have some too deep people in here that saying it's just another day or time is man-made and all that stuff, listen, that's your energy. But me, I'm going to say that I am so grateful, so grateful to God to for just allowing me to see 2023 and to just make it through another year because it is such a blessing to overcome each day and to be covered and to be blessed enough to open your eyes with breath and um, in your lungs and heart beating blood. I mean, with a sound mind and a praise. Okay. So here's to 2023. So um, getting right into it, y'all. I'm gonna get right into a person. <laughs> You'll come to know that the church that I attend online is I attend it online, but it's still my church, y'all. But my church has this thing where we choose a word for for the new year. And we believe that God is going to basically show up in our lives in ways that we that really embody that word. Um, the word that we've given or, you know, we've been given or chosen or, you know, just really resonates in our spirit within um, the coming new year. So I'm going to keep my word right now to myself that's for me and God to know right now and then for me to be like ah, at the end of the year (laughs) and tell y'all just how God has moved in the words that I chose because um yeah I actually chose two because that's just how they were put on my spirit um and I'm also not taking credit for this because I love my pastor efam online whatnot he's my pastor um Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church. Um, he's the one that came up with this, basically choosing your word for the year. Um, but I want to challenge y'all to do the same. Um, think on a word or two uh, for this year, pray on it, and watch how God moves in it. Um, we have this thing coming into the new year, like it's embedded in culture to have this resolution of exercising and eating right, you know, getting healthy. Um, you know, we have the saying, you are what you eat, right? Well, your mind is the same. What you feed your mind, that's what your mind tends to think, turns into how you act, how you move, and how we ultimately make decisions. Um, But so what we're getting into today is learning how to trash and transition these insecurities and limitations that we place on ourselves by way of our minds, you know, i.e. thought patterns and reposition our mind to lean into healing opportunities and alignment. Um, I was listening, just kind of listening back to a few of the episodes that I posted already. So it was like an episode two where I kind of stated like how we basically place these limits on ourselves based on our experiences and stuff like that. So I really want to get into how to learn how to trash those and how to transition those um, insecurities and how to transition those limitations that we are placing on ourselves 
by what we've experienced and just kind of go from there. Um, so question, have you ever heard of subconscious thoughts? Have you ever heard of some subconscious thoughts? Um, if not, let me take you, let me just take a second to define it, you know, in my own understanding. Um, a subconscious thought is basically a repressed belief, um, that lives in the part of your mind, which you're not really fully aware of, but influences how you move, your actions, your feelings. Um, and they, most of the times these actions or feelings are often caused by a trigger. And what I've come to learn is that we go through life in these limitations and in these subconscious thoughts um, on mostly everything. We place limits on how, you know, how far something may go based off how it may look. You can't really, uh, you can't really do this based on this. You can't really do this because you look this way. I can't really do this because I'm this. Just a general or a broad example is how could you, or you can't possibly throw a bowling ball across the field. It's just too, it's just too heavy. But then you have these shot put athletes that are throwing these heavy iron brass balls 50 feet in diameter. Or we say you can't possibly raise a boy by yourself, but you have these single mothers doing it every day. I mean, in a dang good job. You can't possibly be one person to change anything. But shall I start naming activists? I can't be blessed because I have too many mistakes. I can't possibly own a business because I don't have a business degree or I don't know the first thing about startups. I can't be promoted to CEO because I'm just little old me. I can't possibly be a mom because I don't even have a man yet. <laughs> Y'all, these are broad examples, but so relevant and so real to our situations. My point is we place these limitations based off of our own insecurities and not only on ourselves, but on God. And God has no limits or no boundaries. First, I want to give you ways to trash those insecurities. And my first one is by giving you this exercise. It may seem a little childish at first. And in a way it is because my original um, reasoning for creating this was because my daughter, a couple of years back, she was having um, trouble managing her thoughts and really taking control of her thought patterns. And in creating this little exercise, what whether it may be childish or not, it also started helping me. And I didn't even know she used the method until, well, I didn't know she still used the method until I heard her telling my son, who has been like struggling with some pretty scary thoughts of his own lately. Um... But she does. She still uses it and apparently it still works for her. So have some fun with me before I, I really get into it. I'm just tell y'all to have an open mind about it. Okay. Um, childish or not, it may help. Um, okay. So whenever you acknowledge a limiting thought or a thought of insecurity or a thought of impossibility or whatever negative thought that you may be experiencing, I want you to visualize, I mean, really visualize a garbage truck. And I want you to literally envision yourself taking that thought, tying it up in a trash bag and throwing it in the trash can and watching that garbage truck take that trash can up in its claw and dumping the trash with that thought into that wide body back 
with all the rest of the trash, mashing it down with that cloud and driving off somewhere unknown with your thought that would never return to you. Another one is picturing you placing handcuffs on that thought, putting it behind bars or in a treasure chest, locking it up and throwing that key into a sea of raging waters that you never know where it ends up. I'm done with the visuals. <laughs> so let's me let, let me just get into the real. So first, one of my strategies and one of the steps to really trashing these insecurities and trashing these limitations is to find reassuring affirming scriptures or verses or sayings or phrases that really reinforce you to just know just how capable that you are and how big your higher power is. I want you guys to write them down. Repeat these affirming, reassuring scriptures or sayings and place them in areas where you will see them most often, like in your phone or your home screen. Uh, Make a collage of them on your mirror in the bathroom, in your workspace, Whatever, wherever that place is or wherever those places is where you get the most traffic and where your eyes hit directly. And what this does is it begins to transition your mind from I can't to I can. It realigns your perspective from pessimism to optimism. And it really elevates God to his place, which is bigger than your doubts and your problems and your fears and insecurities. And this is really feeding your mind some good, some good eats, you know, some good food in hopes that your mind becomes what it eats. And the Bible says what a man thinketh, so he is. Number two is express gratitude. Um, I know that we may all naturally <laughs> just wake up with a million things on our minds. If you don't naturally wake up, yo, give me some pointers, okay? But we all naturally wake up with this million and one things on our minds but uh, I want you guys to wake up with at least five things on your mind that you're grateful for and gratitude shifts your mind from a place of lack and desire to I see what I have and I'm grateful for it and that changes your perspective of things that 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 really helps your mind to put certain things above what you feel like oh my God, I just have to have it. I have to have this. I have to have that. I have to have this. Rather than, oh my God, I see what I have. I'm so grateful for it. And let's move from here. Um, it gives, it just gives you so much grace. And whether you know it or not, whether you've read it or not, because it's in the Bible, God inhabits the praises of his people. And um, gratitude is praise, okay? Um, number three is pray for understanding, wisdom, and clarity on what God reveals to you. Proverbs 19.8 says, The one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. I'm going to leave it at that. It's straightforward and simple. Pray for understanding, wisdom, and clarity on what God reveals because if you ask for it, God is going to reveal it to you. Um. Okay, so um, yeah, <laughs> number four is be intentional in your prayers. Keep a journal. Look back on it. 
what this does is you know I can't even remind I can't even say it in in in, in words, just words. It reminds me of the two old hymns. Look around you and see what the Lord has done. And you know the song, when I look back over my life. Okay, so number five is find your circle. I do not have many friends. I'm opening up a little bit more, um, you know, pushing to overcome my trust issues. And this is more so one of the hardest ones for me because we need people but I am such a superwoman kind of girl where it's just like, I can do it kind of thing. I don't need people. But this is so essential to find your circle because we do need people, the right people. And we just need to find our circle. Find those circles, find those, find that circle of people that are for you and pray that he removes the ones that aren't. And what's so important in this particular tip is to pray for discernment. The right circle pushes you and motivates you and encourages you and can they can gracefully and in love hold you accountable for so many things and give you that push in the right direction. One of the best things that I did in 2022 was join an e-group. Um, I can tell you that it's just a breath of fresh air being a part of like-minded people. And all of us have different areas of opportunities and wisdom and experiences and whatnot. But when we all open up and each of us grants our own wisdom and experiences and love in certain situations where one may be battling or one may be struggling with or even just trying to grow in an area that they don't have experience. It's so refreshing to have those like-minded views of uh, elevation and increase and also a foundation in God. Um, It just makes your journey so much better and full of this grace that is just needed now to just keep pushing. So find your circle. Don't be scared to get out there. Um, Look for e-groups if you are in a online church or wherever I'm sure you guys have e-groups somewhere or start one sis get out there um for the people that are just like really hesitant on like finding your tribe God is so good about sending people just sending people God is good about he's good with sending people to give and bring confirmation when needed and to give and bring encouragement when needed. So if you haven't found your your circle yet, just look at the people around you and, and what they bring to the table and what they bring to you. Um, you'll be surprised of <laughs> you'll just be surprised by what you, you really notice and what you find. Um, to sum like everything up, God is really just raising up this generation now and, um, just now and upcoming, he's raising up a people who are committed to his plan and purpose. And he's calling you, he's calling you out to be in tune with him and obey him and walk with him and to help heal these people that he's calling us to. And gaining our own healing, you know, and I know that we've been through some things that really hurt us, but 
we were put on the strong soldier list to help others through similar situations that we've already been through to offer our experience that insight, that familiarity to relate and that shame and guilt and resentment that we may hold in our heart. It's time to let that go. It's time to come up on out of that jail that has our mind imprisoned of reliving those past moments over and over and over again. Keep the lesson that it taught you, but come up out of the come up out of the solitary that's meant to break you and kill your fire and any progress. Um let me touch on this limitation. The limitation on how we allow lack thereof to keep us from getting started. It's like I don't know I don't I don't have this, so how can I? But God provides. God gives manna and water and dry places, overflowing oil when you only see a little left in a jar. He allows us to glean when you are in a certain position yet. He feeds 5,000 with just a little bit. When I think of limitations, I think of Gideon. If y'all haven't heard about this story or read about Gideon in the Bible, go to Judges 6 and just, just read about Gideon. Gideon was a man that God called. He called to deliver his people from up under this another captivity after being disobedient yet again but he heard him and getting it was basically basically getting was basically told tag you're it by an angel of god and Gideon was like yeah wrong guy how is little old me with just about nothing to my name Finna deliver Israel from up under thousands and thousands upon Midianites. I'm dirt poor. I don't have no status. I don't have nothing, okay? But God is like, yeah, you. And because I said so. And because I will be with you. And guess what else? You will smite the Midianites as one man. And that verse was the verse that really spoke to me. Like, you will smite the Midianites as one man. That's Judges 6.15, y'all. If you want to go ahead back and refer to that. It does not matter who you are, what your credentials look like, what your background is, what you, what you look like, period. Whether you have a gr- degree, a GED, a law degree, God has no respect of person and will elevate you and can use you. So to tell the rest of the story, God used Gideon as one man, thrashed these Midianites with only 300 people. Like he started out with these thousands of men and God basically broke this army down to 300 with Gideon. So he could basically say, look, this was me using you to deliver Israel. And God can use you the same way. God can elevate you. God can put you in a position where you can change the course of history, where you can deliver thousands upon thousands with just you. Moses says, but I don't speak well. And God used him to deliver Israel from Egypt. Sarah, y'all know Sarah. She's the mother of nations. 
Sarah said, but how can such an old woman like me enjoy such a pleasure? Because she just felt like it would, she went all her life not be able, being able to bear children. And God answered her prayers and her her obedience and just walking with him and God answered is there anything too hard for me because he laughed she laughed like what I'm I'm an old woman limiting everything because she went through her whole life believing that she couldn't have children and she's here at 90 years old and God is promising her a child and she's like yeah okay in her old age is there anything too hard for God? That's what he said. Is there anything too hard for me? And gave her a son at 91 years old. So to trash in our insecurities, that's gone. That's no more. We're going to trash those insecurities and we are going to look at these supernatural the supernatural we're gonna have our mind seated and high in heavenly places in 2023 and we're gonna embrace the divine and supernatural miracle miracles that's gonna happen we're gonna embrace the sudden and unusual blessings that god is gonna bless us with we're gonna just believe on increase and have a mind of gratitude here's a cheers to that in 2023 here here use those tools y'all this year we are working on transitioning our minds from an old way of thinking to this brand new outlook and this brand new my pastor preached on basically putting on the new you what paul said in ephesians if i'm not mistaken he spoke about that last Sunday. And it's, like I said, I keep saying it over and over again. It's so funny how God just gives you this confirmation. I write these episodes a few days before, like, and then I hear confirmation a few days after. And it's so good at how God gives you that confirmation and how good he is in just the natural world, showing you how supernatural and how he is with you and, and leading you in the journey. So um, just stick with him, y'all. Stick with him. These episodes are just trying to train your mind to embrace a new way of thinking. So I I really want y'all to keep rocking with me. And I thank y'all for rocking with me. Until next time.